Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Coffee with Craig. We very much appreciate you guys tuning in and joining us as we talk about firearms, firearms policy, politics, culture, media, you name it. Everything Second Amendment related is right here on Coffee with Craig. So please take a moment to like and share this program so that your friends can join in the conversation. I don't care if you're watching us on YouTube or watching us on Facebook or if you're listening to us on Spotify, Google Podcast, iTunes, or Apple Podcast. Please make it a point to share the program so that as many people as can can join in the conversation as it is happening. Also, would like to encourage you, please go to fpcgear.com. That's fpcgear.com. There you can go and find all sorts of cool stuff in order to be able to purchase. We are always adding new products. We have, for example, we have new t-shirts. We have new hoodies. We have coffee mugs. Uh, we have signs. We have all sorts of stuff for your enjoyment. All you have to do is go to fpcgear.com and know that every penny that you spend there is going to go right back into our fight to keep and bear arms. So you can support the Second Amendment and you can look good doing it. Now that the bills have been paid, uh, I get that in this country there are going to be people on different sides of political issues. It, that that just happens, you know. There are some people, and, 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 and while people get mad at the quote-unquote divide or the partisan divide, uh, I think that, that it, for the most part, uh, it's an ideological issue. There are those, and I, and I firmly believe there, is, there are those who believe in individual liberty uh, and those who believe in greater government control in order to uh, supposedly protect individuals. And the real argument is really about where that, that, that particular balance should take place. And I believe that everyone who is, who is an American ought to be a part of that discussion. And, uh, but not just be a part of that discussion, but be knowledgeable as they enter into that discussion. One of the challenges that we often have is that as we are more and more becoming a globe, global economy and we are inviting more and more people into the discussion, into in particular our entertainment, into the business in general, but into entertainment specifically, uh, we are getting more and more people who are coming here from other countries who really don't have a, an understanding of the background or understanding of the United States, of our background, and, and where it is that, that we come from, where it is that our fundamental core core values are coming from and why they are so important. In many cases, what they're trying to do is they're trying to take the values of where they came from and trying to turn America more like that, uh, which is interesting because if where you were from is so great, what the hell are you doing here? Why are, why are you coming here? If you want to make America like where you came from, then why didn't you just stay where you are if it's all that? One example is Great Britain. Uh, and uh, commentators, in particular from Great Britain, uh, who believe that they want to lecture the United States on how they should handle various different topics. Uh, specifically, uh, we'll refer to the Second Amendment. Now, I'm sure that most of you who watch and or listen to this program uh, are no stranger to Piers Morgan. You know, probably know exactly who he is. You know exactly the type of prissy little twat he actually is on all sorts of political issues. But specifically, he's an ass, if you ask me, 
on on the issue of guns. I mean, just you know, for example, on an impromptu interview with uh, with uh, TMZ on an issue talking about Kanye, he decides to go off on a gun rant like this. America's gun laws suck. Do something about it. It's ridiculous. So, I mean, that, that's just a small example. Uh, I could go on and on of the number of interviews where he has done, where he has demonstrated complete and utter ignorance when it comes to, when it comes to our laws, our foundational laws, our Constitution, and, and a real lack of understanding and a really kind of a, a snooty sort of, of superiority. Uh, and by the way, just so you folks know, uh, if I call you ignorant on an issue about which you are not knowledgeable, I, I'm not insulting you. I'm simply exposing you. And, and hopefully by exposing you, you'll actually seek some knowledge. Uh, but I actually did that recently relating to a uh, tweet that was put out by Mr. Morgan, uh, where he decided to once again lecture the United States on the issue of firearms. And here was his tweet. Dear America, I know this is a crazy idea from an ignorant foreigner. Yes, Mr. Morgan, I agree with you. You are ignorant. And uh, yes, it's a crazy idea. But why don't you just try giving up some of your guns and see what happens? Start with the AR-15, which is now used in almost every mass shooting. Make it more difficult, not easier for lunatics to murder. All right. So first of all, I, I, I think that it it, uh, it it goes against all sorts of logic. And once again, when we talk about ignorance, if you look at every place where they have banned guns or they ban a gun, uh, even if they're trying it, uh, you don't get that back. When you give up a right, you don't get it back. So for him to say, yeah, well, why don't you just try it? No, there is no try. Just like with taxes and liberals and taxes, they say, well, let's do a short-term tax. We'll, sun we'll put a sunshine on it. But it's never a short-term tax. Eventually, they come back and it becomes a permanent tax, right? You generally do not get rights back. And, and oh, oh, by the way, they did try uh, a particular type of ban, the assault weapons ban. And guess what? didn't work. It didn't work at all. And so now these firearms are now available again. But it is a distinct level of ignorance that they have. And, you know, you kind of expect this from Britons because, well, if when you talk about, first of all, one of the things that they, that they completely and utter, utterly fail to understand is this has nothing to do with hunting. They always say, well, they always talk about hunting. Well, first of all, the Second Amendment mentions absolutely, there's, there's absolutely nothing in the Second Amendment about hunting, but it, it really is about protecting yourselves from tyrannical governments. And the reason why it was written into our Constitution, into our Bill of Rights, was because we just had to overthrow a tyrannical government. Guess where that government came from? That's right, England, Great Britain, where this dude is from. And by the way, Great Britain has a history of oppressing, of oppressing peoples in other places, of being an oppressive government. They've got a history of it. So yeah, they're used to being oppressed by their government. So why would they care about the ability to be able to defend themselves against an oppressive government? 
That's the, the level of ignorance. If he wants to know why we have a Second Amendment, it's because of them. Y'all did that. Y'all encouraged that. But he's not the only Briton who, who feels this way. Uh, there's another gentleman. Uh, his name is, uh, well, I'm sorry, there's a copy of his, there's a copy of his tweet. Uh, but there's another gentleman named, uh, I think his name is James Corden, James Carden, Corden. Um, he, does, he hosts a late night show here in the United States. And, you know, interestingly, you know, he once again, now at least I'll, I'll give him this credit. At least he didn't come across, doesn't come across as obnoxious on the issue, but still feels a need to lecture us on where we should be when it comes to firearms and the Second Amendment. Still feels the need to tell us exactly what, uh, well, tell us exactly what should be uh, important and, and what it takes to, to be an American city and, and what is so outrageous about American and American culture. Let's check it out. Uh, and and I, I remember after I spoke uh, about the Las Vegas shooting, um, some people said, that I shouldn't be talking about it, that um, it's not my place, I'm not from this country, uh, I don't understand the history, and, and, um, and maybe they're right, you know, I still don't understand the rules of American football, baseball. <laughs> I only just learned how this country pronounces the word oregano. <laughs> it's clearly oregano. Um, <laughs> but I may not be American, um, but I have experience of what happened in my country when, when a mass shooting happened and I also have children who are American and they go to school here and like any parent I want my kids to be safe and here in California um, kids do two things that I never experienced when I was growing up. One is a, a drill for what to do in the event of an earthquake, an earthquake an, an unavoidable phenomena of nature and the other is a drill on what to do if a person enters the school with a gun, which in my opinion is not an unavoidable phenomenon of nature and yet sadly is way more commonplace in America than major earthquakes. Okay, so what he's saying here is, well, it's dangerous. I mean, my kids in California are having to, to deal with, you know, doing drills in case a mass shooter comes onto the school grounds. Now, once again, let's go back to the point of ignorance because he was talking about California. And this was this year, by the way. So, number one, the firearms that he's talking about, well, they, they've been banned in the state of California. You cannot have the, the quote-unquote, the, the ugly, evil type of AR-15 with a detachable magazine and all of these sort of evil features in the state of California, you can't buy one now. So it's already been banned. Oh, by the way, guns in schools have been banned in the state of California. Not even if you have a concealed carry permit. You can't carry a gun in a school in California to defend yourself from a, a mass shooter if they come on campus. You have ba universal background checks in the state of California. You have a 10-day waiting period in the state of California. You have magazine capacities in the state of California. And yet, for some reason, he's still scared. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to get a hold of that. 
I'm, I'm trying to get people to see. I'm trying to get him to, to, to. I'm trying to get in my head. What is he thinking? Except for the fact that no matter what, he's scared. Well, look. You know what? Here's the thing. Clearly, there is nothing we can do to legislate away your fear because your fear is irrational. It is irrational. See, the way in which you deal with fear is you face your fear head on. And you face it head on by making sure that you are prepared should something like that happen. Because no matter what you do, you will never be able to keep criminals, someone who wishes to do harm, from being able to do harm. Because guess what? In his country of Great Britain, guess what they still have? They, they have bombings. They have stabbings. They still have all of these all of these incidents of mass killings happening. Getting rid of guns hasn't stopped it. Maybe you can look at the statistics and say, well, look, well, gun violence has gone down, but violence has not. Violence has not. You little priss of a man. It hasn't gone down at all. So maybe you just need to man up. Except that in this country, there you have a response. You have not just a right to defend yourself and your family, but you have a responsibility. And oh, by the way, that's not just in this country, because you that that right is God given, not man given. That responsibility is God given, not man given. It belongs to you, and government didn't give it to you, and government can't take it away. It is inherent to who you are. The problem is you would rather abdicate that to some legislator to let them pass a law that's going to protect you. Nowhere, nowhere, none, none of these, you know, these guys bother me. But the next guy, this guy genuinely pisses me off for, for two reasons. The first is that when I first saw Trevor Noah do his stand-up comedy, I thought he was hilarious. I thought that he was able to give a perspective on, he was one of the first comedians to really give a perspective from a foreigner's perspective about America. That was really funny. In particular, talking, you know, cultural, yada, yada, yada. I thought he was really funny. But it seems that uh, now that he's here in America, he's joined the, the Hollywood uh, liberal elite uh, in really a, a lack, a, an ignorant position on issues relating to firearms and gun control because, well, one, because he doesn't want to be unpopular with his Hollywood friends. Um, and number two, well, because he thinks it's funny. Even though these shootings are happening more and more frequently, I refuse to get used to it. I also refuse to accept the idea that nothing can be done. And look, my first instinct, I'm gonna be honest, my first instinct is to talk about limiting guns. But, but I'm an idiot. I get it, you know? Yeah, in my dumb mind, I keep thinking that gun violence is somehow related to guns. Yes, Mr. Trevor Noah, you are an idiot. You are a big-time idiot. Because, see, here's the thing. You call it gun violence. But in actuality, it is terrorism. In many cases, in particular in these school shootings, it's really an attempted mass suicide is what it is. My friend uh, uh, Larry Sharp, running for, running for governor in, in New York, uh, shared that one, and I thought I, I happened to agree with him. In many cases, these are, attention, these are attempts at attention and mass suicide. 
So it's not really about gun violence. In many cases, these shootings where you have the kids taking the guns to schools and shooting, the, and, and shooting at the schools, it's about kids who have issues. It's about a mental, health, mental health issues for many of these kids. It's about bullying for many of these kids, not gun violence. Even with that, these shootings are a small, small percentage of, of all of the overall violence with firearms. But here's the thing to understand about that. The overwhelming majority of that, gangs and drugs. And I know some of, my, some of my folks out there are like, oh, there he goes with the gangs and drugs thing again. Well, I'll tell you what. It's much more prevalent in violence for gangs and drugs to be related than it is for guns to be related. Uh, okay, I don't have the stats on that. I, I'll, I'll have to look it up. But from what I see, I'm just saying. So let me, let me just, I'll, I will preface that. But I do know that when it comes to firearm violence, the overwhelming majority of it is gangs and or drug related. Overwhelming percentage. But he doesn't care about that. He also lacks a fundamental understanding, once again, of what the Second Amendment is about. Because here's the thing. It's about protecting people from an oppressive government. Mr. Trevor Noah is, as you can probably tell, uh, he is a he is 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 part he is he is part African, part black, but not really part black. He's part African. In fact, he's all South African. His mother was black. His father was, I believe, he said Swiss or Swedish, European of European descent. So he is from South Africa. He is what in South Africa they refer to as colored. So if you're if you're mixed in between the two, if you're not African or you're not white. Uh, If you're not black or you're not white, well, then they called you colored. That was the term that they used in South Africa. But here was the thing. He comes from a place where for generations, the indigenous people of African descent were oppressed by, 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 by a government that pushed apartheid. Where not only did you have the African people were not allowed to own, the black people, black Africans were not, the indigenous Africans were not allowed to own guns. The white South Africans, the, the minority, was encouraged to own guns. Why? So that they could tyrannize and so that they could subjugate the indigenous people. So that the, the elite could subjugate the inferior. You would think he would get that. Because the right to own a firearm, the right to keep and bear arms, was just one of a multitude of human rights that were kept from the indigenous people of South Africa. So you would think he would get it because what was one of the first things that started to occur in South Africa once the, once they, they, once the indigenous people became free? In many cases, they started to arm themselves because they recognized, hey, you know what? I'm not going back. Well, now here we are. Here we are, Mr. Trevor Noah. You just don't get it. By the way, let me just say this. The thing about I will say about all of these foreign liberal elites is that they're really no different than the rest of their counterparts uh, in the uh, left-wing entertainment news industry. The rest of they're just like the rest of the talking heads. 
they are ignorant. And they're ignorant largely because they've come in with a perspective and they only seek out and agree with and look to information that supports their particular, uh, their particular perspective. Which, you know, a lot of people say, well, Craig, you're the same way because look at what you do. Well, guess what? I'm in advocacy. The information that I'm going to share with you is largely going to be about that advocacy. Now, if they are in the business of advocacy, then that would be appropriate. But you cannot call yourself the news media or the media and then be in the process of, uh, well, how shall we say, pushing an agenda. Don't, don't call yourself informing people if, if you're going to push an agenda. Because you're not educating people, you're indoctrinating people. And, and intelligent people, a free people, do not subjugate themselves to that kind of indoctrination. I encourage you, don't just watch me. Don't just listen to us. Listen to the other side. Go to CNN. Go to MSNBC. Listen to what they have to say, and then listen to what I have to say. And you judge for yourself. But I promise you one thing. When it comes down to it, we're the ones that are talking about your civil rights. We're the ones that are talking about liberty. We're the ones that are talking about freedom and fundamental human rights. Them, for them, those things are nothing more than a punchline. Anyway, folks, that's going to be it for today's Coffee with Craig. Thank you so much for tuning in. We very much appreciate you guys. Uh, we appreciate you telling everybody about the Firearms Policy Coalition because, as we all like to say, we are the home in the fight for civil rights because we got to use them or we're going to lose them. You guys take care.